It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, and the captivating memoir, Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. And if you remember last month, we had Lydia Vandenbroek, and she was here talking about the first chakra. And what we're going to be doing is uh, Lydia is going to focus on a different chakra every month. So we have her scheduled all the way out um, until we get to the crown chakra. (laughs) And I know a lot of you are coming back because um, you heard her last time and were inspired um, and you really want this healing. So welcome back. If you have, if you just came because of Lydia, um, but to all my listeners, welcome back as well. This month, we are shining the light on the second navel chakra. What are power struggles? How, do, how to be aware of them? How to eliminate them? How can you more create, be creative and have more fun? The time has come. Dimensional consciousness refers to the spiritual dimensions that mirror our spiritual growth. Maybe now, more than ever, as we find ourselves living through extreme social upheaval, we want our outer world, world to reflect the picture of the life we hold inside. Maybe now, more than ever, as we find ourselves living through extreme social upheaval, we want our outer world to reflect the picture of the life we hold inside. Today's special guest, Lydia Vandenbrock, PhD, is a transformational healer, teacher, coach, and applied mystic rooted in everyday life. The core of her work is to be heart-to-heart with each person and escort them into their fullest potential. She holds a PhD in holistic sciences and psychotherapy. Lydia has a private practice in the Chicago area and is available in person or by phone. She gives keynotes, teaches groups, and workshops by invitation and is available to guide individuals and groups to elevate their consciousness and encourage cooperation. Good morning, Lydia, and welcome back. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. How are you this morning? <laughs> You're so sweet. Good morning. Good morning. Okay. So what should we know about mm-hmm. our second chakra, our sacral chakra, our navel chakra? What should we know yes, about yes, this? Yes. What should we know about it? And, and where do we even begin? Because it could be a powerhouse. But there's, of course, many reasons why it is depleted and not a powerhouse. It is really the center of creativity. Obvious reasons, of course, uh, giving birth is probably the biggest creative process. But new ideas, new delights, um, and as we truly are 
stepping into fifth dimensional consciousness, the more aware we become, the more consciously we are able to direct the energy of the second chakra. So the choices we make, Randy, each choice, each little choice that we make matters. Each choice uses our powers of creativity for which we're held responsible. Choices that are made with trust and faith literally have the backing of the universe because they're aligning with universal law, right? Choices that we make from fear kind of, oh, like uh, violate universal law, kind of cut off universal law and the law of attraction. And of course, as we said before, we want to be a clear vessel for the law of attraction or for the universe to, to flow through us. So a creative energy, amazing creativity, uh, kind of out, interrupts the, the habitual patterns of behavior, especially now that all of us, including myself, are having a challenging time because, at least for now, life is really, really challenging because the universe, through the law of attraction, is trying to literally move through all of the old uh, pockets of old energy. So we are pretty much, all of us have a, a pretty difficult time because whatever is blocking the flow of change is longing to be opened and and released you know evolution in human consciousness um, creates a lasting path to manifestation each time we become aware of all that did not serve me Um, things like uh, reactivity I'm going to Give some examples, Randy, so we can all um, be more aware of what is blocking this power within you. What is blocking your power? So here goes, you know, open ears, right? Um, Having poor boundaries, a big energy drain. In other words, noticing this a lot with women, actually, doing too much. Oh, sure, I can do that for you. Oh, sure, I, I do it. Oh, can I help? So poor boundaries frequently put into place. Um, lovely Randy, put into place in early childhood, right? Especially if there was a certain amount of, you know, being violated or... Or, or, or disrespected or, or put down or all of the good things most of us experienced in early childhood because our parents just were so clueless, right? So <laughs> poor boundaries, right? Doing too much for everybody except, of course, guess what, for yourself, right? So watching that. And if, if you can, to our dear listeners, you know, put your hand on your navel chakra, on your lower belly, 
and begin to send love to that little girl or that little boy that kind of lives inside of there and that essentially was subjected to all of these uh, challenges. Um, Another um, uh, huge energy drain is, um, and I, I feel it's pretty related to the first one, um, is having energy vampires, right? Whenever I teach a workshop on energy vampires, because uh, we all <clears throat> have them, uh, hopefully they are not partners or lovers or wives or husbands. Um, literally, an energy vampire will drain your energy, right? And so, sadly, most energy vampires are people in our immediate environment, uh, parents, um, children, husbands, wives, uh, uh, family members, uh, siblings. Now, you know if you have an energy vampire, if you feel weakened in their presence, if you feel powerless, um, if they, and frequently, of course, unfortunately, uh, people who have in some way, have, you know, experienced some kind of sexual uh, abuse usually lays the path, right, um, to feel weak within yourself and to be too kind and too obliging and, you know, to do too much. So uh, be aware of energy uh, vampires. And uh, with uh, Randy's permission, um, Randy, towards the end of our show, to give me maybe 15 minutes is kind of what we agreed to do, is um, so I can do a process to begin to let go if there is an attachment on your second chakra, and to put it a little bit vulgar, so to speak, um, somebody who's sucking your energy dry. Mm -hmm. And so most of us do have those people or have had those people right so uh, will you do that for me please randy when you feel the time is right oh of course absolutely okay we're all looking forward to it lydia (laughs) yes my dear it is my favorite i don't want to say favorite because it is difficult but it is my most popular item that i work with in my private practice and it's so challenging because they usually are people we feel close to uh, parents, uh, lovers, husbands, wives, um, and children. Uh, I think most of us can relate to having, uh, to some extent at least, an energy vampire in our lives. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And for those of us who are sensitive, who mm -hmm. are empathic, We can feel that energy from pretty much anything. So I had this weird thing happen the other day. So I have a jewelry business, and um, I had ordered some new things, and I was kind of Mm -hmm. sorting through them. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, I felt something suck the life out of me. I, For the life of me, I cannot figure out what it is, but something about that object or that piece of wow. jewelry carried something that was so powerful, it 
I felt like something had sucked the life out of me. And I tried to figure it out. So (laughs) I went and I got sage and I'm saging the whole area and I'm blessing it. And I'm, (laughs) I did all these things and I'm saging around me and and that kind of thing. And eventually it it would go away. But um, that was something that I've never experienced before. Something so powerful from an object. Wow. Was that a ring, if I may ask? Hmm? Was that a ring? It was an it was earrings, I think. Earrings. earrings. Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. It was earrings. Gosh, that is so interesting. But you did the right thing, Randy, because you're aware uh you know, something that we always have on us. Um holds the energy of the person. So that's amazing that you were aware of that. Uh, gosh, everything is connected, and it sounds like so lovely when we first say it. But of course, you know, everything is connected, and everything is connected, right? So it's important to uh, for those of us who who don't do that regularly is to smudge, uh, even on the phone, uh, to to smudge my home, my desk. Um, so definitely, uh, that is uh, recommended. So thank you for uh, sharing that, uh, Randy. You're welcome. Okay. You're welcome. Yeah, so yeah. this so, is a very so this is a, this chakra is something where we all hold a lot of history. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that that's pretty much it? A lot of our our history. Uh, yes. And uh, usually this is the most powerful chakras. Uh, It affects everything, Uh, certainly in my own healing work that has been and still is because, you know, um, life goes on and we have to have uh, ongoing awareness. But certainly with my uh, clients, that is the most frequent energy center that needs uh, to be adjusted and then of course I coach the person to be aware not to repeat those patterns right uh, I think we, we forgot or I forgot or I overlooked the second chakra is also your money chakra mm. right now I have never met a person who has total free flow of energy with money it's either some old belief system usually of course it is the not enough scenario you know and the culture perpetuates that so most money things are locked in the first chakra and so i invite our lovely listeners just in the privacy because we would just have this one hour you know but uh, maybe Um, Randy and I can explore later how do we really focus on a a certain um, uh, chakra but of course we need um, you know deeply and extensively really examine uh, that particular chakra but but you can pretty much do that for yourself you know most of us were raised with the consciousness of not enough, not enough. Money doesn't grow on trees, on and on. And of course, the true nature 
of universal flow is, of course, boundless awareness, uh, generosity, gratitude, openness, eternal flow, that there is no shortage ever unless we lock it up with our belief systems. And, of course, that doesn't mean to say we can just go to the mall and buy a Cadillac or whatever it is, you know. (laughs) There needs to be mindfulness and awareness uh, that there is enough for everybody. So this is maybe to be visited, uh, Randy, at some later date when we can really focus on on money only, on boundaries only, but enough to know for now that that second chakra is hugely, hugely important. And we are dedicating this show to uh, the energy vampires, if you will, the poor boundaries, and helping us to, to, to really uh, live from our center. Mm. And uh, for the women on the program here, um, uh, uh, female difficulties, you know, with uh, wombs or periods, uh, vaginal, sexual, all second chakra stuff. Mm. Here again, at another time, we'll focus on that specifically. Okay. So my question is, my question is, um, do we... Do we change these, um, change our perspective, change our outlook, um, create our boundaries? Do we do this first and then it heals or do we heal it and then those things come? Good question. Uh, Awareness. If you're aware, Randy, that there is an unhealthy person in your immediate world or an energy vampire. And you know what? A lot of the time, especially in long-standing established relationships, people know when they don't feel good around a certain person, but if the person cannot be removed, it could be a parent or a lover, uh, awareness, awareness is able to alert you that you can make different choices, right? It's not like, oh, I'm going to heal that today. It's life will take care of it. All you need is awareness, like, oh, wow, I need to make a different choice right here, right now. So it's awareness and mindfulness because we want to be mindful of what's going on around us, pay attention, and then be aware Right. Just be, yeah. just open ourselves up to the truth of our experiences. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sorry, I was like slightly distracted for a moment. Uh, interestingly enough, somebody wanted to come into to my place and, and uh, do something, so I had to take care of that. So excuse me if I just lost my attention for him. That's okay. That's okay. I'm <laughs> Life so. continues, yeah. right? Yes. <laughs> so we were talking about, um, I had asked if we have to do the work in order for it to heal or if we heal it and then everything is better. But so you're saying one of the ways in which we heal it 
mm-hmm. um, or the ways in which we heal it is being mindful and aware. That's that's so sweet, you know. And then the energy redirects itself, you know. Uh, and we don't go around blaming people. We just literally notice, are aware, and we redirect our choices, right? It's not like okay, I'm going to repair this, and it all is going to be better. You know, it's it's a daily experience of being aware. Literally, I can use an example of right here, right now, somebody wanted to walk into my office, right? And and frequently people just are very, um, oh, I don't know, you know, something needs to happen right now and I'm going to do this right now. And so it just simply is not possible is to say clear, this is not a good time for me. And this could apply in the bedroom. This could apply in money matters, like, you know, I don't particularly like how this is being done. I need to give you my input and what I feel is good, you know, especially in personal relationship where we have at times felt victimized, right? Put down or given our power away because if we give our energy or our power away, to, to, could be anybody, uh, but mostly people immediately close to us, you know. We just need to have a strong boundary. And when the boundaries are strong, the flow of energy through the body, because the body is like an energy highway, if you will, right? And the clearer it is, the easier your manifestations are going to become, Right, we can manifest. We absolutely can, but it needs a clear passage through the body. So I didn't really, um, I never really put together the mm-hmm. the mind and the chakras. So and the body, yeah, mind and the body, yeah. But it's all connected, mm-hmm. right? I mean, mind and, and the body. emotions and the yeah. emotions, right? Yeah. Right. So we want to always be mindful of um, the things that are blocking us. If we have um, an energy vampire in our life Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that person is always around us and just sucking us dry, do you recommend that we, um, I mean, can we really exist in that environment or are we better off not being in that environment? Gosh, honey, that is a very big question. And I answer it as best I can, but that is not a choice that I can make. I personally left that environment um, of of beautiful home, beautiful car, um, beautiful life mm-hmm. on the surface. And, and I know many women um, but some people choose in a loving relationship to become aware and to practice. That's why we are here. I'm not here to fix anything. I am here to help you to know what you can do in your world to align yourself to the law of attraction through the chakras. The chakras have literally the emotional 
points, the mental points, the physical. That is why we work with the chakras. The amount of people in my private practice that I've worked with, Randy, over the years, many, many years, um, who have had some pretty serious illnesses in that area, womb area, <clears throat> ovaries area, sexual dysfunction, because the energy has been so depleted. Right? Mm. But, you know, when we visit a doctor, no doctor is going to say, well, I think you have, an, you, know, you have codependency, you know, you have poor boundaries. No, they're going to treat whatever condition has developed. Right? Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it makes sense what you're saying, and it doesn't make sense what they do. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. So, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm. That's. Don't get me started, Lydia. <laughs> but, oh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Right. I mean, I'm. 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 I'm a believer in holistic healing, and um, mm-hmm. not, you know, symptomatic. Unless, I mean, unless it's something that really needs to be addressed and surgery sure. and corrected and you need specific sure. medication, <clears throat> medication, but sure. generally, no. They don't sure. understand mm-hmm. why you're having the maladies, the strange combination of things that you're having. Yeah. They don't know how to put that together. Mm-hmm. No, they do not, lovely Randy, but you know what? Neither does the person frequently. You know, True. what we are talking today... Uh, second chakra stuff, most um, gynecological issues, shall we say, digestive issues are relating to if somebody punches you in the stomach, then you'll go, ow, stop that, don't do that, right? But if somebody punches you in the stomach emotionally on an ongoing basis, mm. you may not even realize that. That's true. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's absolutely true. Yeah. So, yes. so yes, notice uh, the stomach is particularly, of course, that's fully our next session together. Uh, but the stomach's like, yeah, if somebody physically punches you in the stomach, you wouldn't be happy, but many of us get emotionally punched all mm. the time, all the time. It actually is punctures this- the aura as well. So what is the relationship, because now, because this is the area where the navel is, where our umbilical cord uh-huh. was connected to our mother. Um, Correct. Does that have, yes, what is the relationship between that and, um, you know, the birth and connected to the mother and everything, the relationship between that and the second chakra? How, how do you um, explain that? Well, my dear, it's almost like, isn't it self-evident, you know, um, we are birthed. We, um, we literally inherit, I guess it is a good word, um, through the umbilical cord. You know, we have our mother's breathing patterns. Chances are that um, she was anxious because, you know, gynecology or maternity was not as evolved or or even, I don't even know if it's energetically evolved right now. It's very mechanistic, although it's probably better than it was. 
Um, so yes, we inherit our mother's breathing patterns. We certainly inherit our emotions uh, and the father's as well. So on we go. You know, we come to the planet um, l- literally in love, but the love is covered up with literally the learnings or the lessons that we will be experiencing in this life, right? And that is mostly first and second and third chakra, uh, uh, sexuality, uh, creativity, or lack thereof. And uh, through the Kundalini energy and all of our life experiences, we can heal and renew ourselves. And literally, that is what I I guess, I I think I've been doing this for lifetimes, right? Because (laughs) I just know it. My body knows it. My heart knows it. Um, And yeah, that is so important to bring awareness to the things we do or don't do through the chakras, through the Mm. chakras. So, um, and the color of the sacral chakra is orange? Is that what it is? It's orange. It's orange, yes. Mm -hmm. Our body is lovely, Randy. On the same colors as the rainbow because the rainbow flows through us in every moment. The rainbow is in us and through us. And so, uh, you know, red, orange, yellow, uh, green, uh, blue, blue, indigo, violet, and all of these colors. So a a simple thing that our listeners can do is, I did that actually for years, is to take a piece of orange cloth, um, kind of uh, tape it on your belly. And so the color orange will begin to heal and bring awareness to, to, to what can be done. Hmm. Interesting. So if we are lacking in this area, you know, so it's really interesting. So, and I think I might've mentioned this, um, the last show, but I never really liked the color blue, never really, you know, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I can't get enough blue. Everything I have in my closet is blue. Everything I wear is blue. And then I had throat issues. <laughs> so for the listening audience, the throat chakra is blue, blue. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I still actually have some throat issues. So, uh, but I'm so attracted to that color. So do we find that we're attracted sometimes to a color when we need work on that chakra? Have you heard that before? Oh, my goodness. All the time we can be attracted for for several reasons, actually, but let's just deal with the two most important ones. Is uh, a color um, either is in uh, one chakra is in need of healing or is in the process of and brings more peace to that area. In your case, uh, interesting though, Randy, the color blue is uh, uh, speaking your truth, Mm -hmm. speaking clearly without blaming. Right. uh, Making clear I statements, right? Making kind I statements, totally 
uh, not using the word you this and you that and you this, you know, <laughs> is rather, you know, something I would just love it if. Right? I would just love mm-hmm. it if. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and sometimes we may not know exactly. We just have a delight for a certain color. Mine happens to be any variety of pinkish, violet, um, you know, either bright pink or, and it's almost like, or wherever that color, the vibration of that color is in it. It could be a certain blue as well. So just listen to it and, and love it and love it. You're either healing something or you empowering and giving, even bringing more healing to something. I used to, um, purple used to be my color. Everything in my mm-hmm. house was purple. My walls were purple. <laughs> Everything was, I surrounded myself in purple. But that went away. <laughs> that went away. Yeah. And yeah. it was replaced yeah. by, by blue. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting. It's you, really interesting. You are working your way down the chakras, girlfriend. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but orange has never been a color I've been interested in. And, um... But we don't have to be attracted to the color for it to, um, to, to if, if we need that healing. We don't necessarily have to be attracted to the color to know that we need the healing, right? No, honey, you know you need the healing. And since we're working on the second chakra today, you already know if there are issues there of codependency or sexual issues or sexual limitations, first and second chakra. Um, what I do, I, I don't like orange on me, on my physical body or in my environment, but in my meditation, I will burn an orange candle for oh. the energy of orange to come to me. Got you. Yeah, or the yes. cl- or the cloth as you recommended. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's it's free and and <laughs> it's almost like because we cannot exclude any color of the rainbow, can we? No, we can't. No, no, we can't. We have to welcome it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Um. So if we, um, if we have these childhood issues, these boundary issues, um, because these are deep-seated things, um, and the, the people who come to me generally have these kind of issues, and we work on it. But a lot of people have mm-hmm. boundary issues and are never really aware that they do. So I guess, you know, you said awareness. I, that's what you said before, is really mm-hmm. what is mm-hmm. what Im, what is important. If we want to flow, now tell mm-hmm. us tell us how. So when we clear the chakras, starting from the root and mm-hmm. working all the way up to the crown, mm-hmm. once we clear that, we need to keep it keep clearing it. Correct. I do every day, actually, Randy. Um, breath, since I assume. <laughs> we're all breathing on this call. <laughs> um, <laughs> if we ever have the opportunity to do, uh, to do some more practical work is your breath, but breathing consciously. You know, most of us breathe like, <laughs> because we're so 
stressed. Uh, but yes, uh, breathing to have the breath of life, the breath of God, if you will. And I use the word source for God. We are in a period of renewal. You know, most of us, of course, have heard of, um, you know, that we're stepping out of, of the matrix. Uh, we have stepped out of, of the matrix where we were confined to the same kind of um, uh, limited thinking that people were having. And we have stepped into 5D, which is manifesting consciously for the highest good of yourself and for the highest good of all. And your breath can be or is, whether you know it or not, um, a wonderful vehicle to help us uh, to, to really flow through the chakras and through the colors of the rainbow. But it's very important if I just say to you, well, all you have to do is breathe, you know. You wouldn't be listening to me again, right? So I'm bringing awareness to notice, please notice. Who is draining your energy, right? And it's not a blame because people can only drain your energy with your permission, right? With your permission. And so you notice when you're interacting with this person, this feels kind of tiring. I keep kind of feeling so stressed when I, I interact with this person, right? I'm afraid to lose my power with this person, and that alerts you because if you're depleted in your power, you'll not be able to manifest anything. And you're not going to manifest good health either. You'll be, um, you'll be crippled energetically, and most of us have been crippled energetically. So do you have, so for those of us who are emotional sponges, yeah. Do you have a way that we can shield ourselves in these situations? Oh, my goodness. There are so many ways, sweetie. First of all, you don't want to be a sponge. But most of us um, have been sponges to make it better for everybody, right? Um, so I don't feel shielding because all is one. We've said that many times. All is one. Darkness and light, yin and yang. Remember the beautiful sign of yin and yang. They flow through each other, right? So some people, and, you know, people do what they feel is right. They teach various techniques for shielding, right? I, I do not feel that is right because everything flows. And if you put effort into blocking that in itself is going to drain your energy. I just feel, you know, just slow and be aware. This mm -hmm. is not what, I, what is good for me. This okay. is not. And either speaking clearly, please do not do that. I'm uncomfortable with that. Um, or, or just simply refer back to your heart and know that all the power is within you and nobody can take your power without your permission. I love that, Lydia. That's so inspiring. Nobody. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mm -hmm. the world right now feels like opposite mm -hmm. land. <laughs> Nothing. That's exactly what it is. Do, mm -hmm. do not make sense. 
it's so, you know, everything, everything seems like it's opposite of what it should be. So what is that? What What are we going through? We are going through the biggest transformation that the world has ever seen. And we're stepping out of the, the matrix, as I said, um, and into a, the evolution of, of human consciousness where every morsel of darkness wants to be seen and transformed into light, right? Um, everything is literally crazy, crazy. And we just breathe. I think it was you, Randy, who asked last time, why are we all rushing so much and why are we all so distracted, right? I mean, forgetful, distracted, Mm -hmm. don't even know what I did with my notes, (laughs) et cetera, et cetera. Um, You know, we all literally need to... um, meditate, and I just don't say this lightly, Um, look for the things that you feel called to you, listen to a meditation tape, Um, go for a walk in nature, breathe, know that the presence of source is within you, and the monkey mind is literally beginning to take a back seat. Uh, but right now it is not because we're running around literally like chickens, whatever, you know. And so breathing and bringing your point of attention back into the moment, mm. you know. I, I don't just want to say do this, do that, do that, do that, you know. But mm. anything that opens the body, um, mm-hmm. like like yoga, deep breathing, opening your arms, lying on your yoga bolster and open your heart so wide. Know that the rainbow, the presence of God is within you. Um, work with me if you feel drawn to work with me. I Absolutely. will help you. That is literally what I do for a living. That is all that I do. And Mm -hmm. so opening the heart and being willing to feel your pain because what, you know what, what you can feel, you can heal. Mm, And I'm asking you to breathe this in. What you can feel, you can heal. Okay. Okay. I love that. Let's just breathe that in, Randy. Let's just, just stay with that for a moment. What you can feel, you can heal. Okay. Accept what is. Accept what is. Because accepting, we're not saying, oh, well, you know, we have to accept we had a difficult childhood. We have to trust this is for the good of what we needed to learn. Yes, I agree. All abundance, all abundance is a manifestation of self-worth. Be sure to invite everybody on the planet that you know for next week because we're going to work on self-worth. Right? Self-worth, all abundance, all goodness is 
a manifestation of self-worth. You cannot attract a damn thing that's really good for you if you don't have self-worth. That's true. Um, we're almost at 15 minutes, um, you know, to uh, to the closing. But I wanted to to ask you. I just wanted to sort of back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And you were talking mm-hmm. about you know the darkness. It seems that the darkness mm-hmm. is magnified. So what? Yes. So it's magnified to help us to help create awareness in us. Is that are we being are we being sort of um, poked at <laughs> with yeah, darkness. No, 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 that's a good way of saying it, Randy. Uh, we all, the whole planet, um, and I'm asking you to, to breathe this in in the kindest way that you can, is the whole planet is going through a dark night of the soul. Okay. Right. Now, we've heard the dark night of the soul. What does that mean? It means that we are releasing collectively what is no longer serving us. Mm-hmm. And we all have the same issues, kind of, right? They yeah. have shown up differently, but we all have the same issues, right? So the dark night of the soul is stepping into um, a new life, a new world. And so The dark night of the soul is what the whole planet collectively, this was actually foreseen in sacred texts as well. The dark night of the soul is when we need to release all the imprints of what is no longer working for us. Okay. Does that that you understand that, Sweetie? Did I say that well? Yes, you said that beautifully. Beautifully. Thank you. So we have 15 minutes. Um, I'm giving you that 15-minute warning so we can start doing the um, the practical. The practical. practical. That's the word. The practical. Yes, I call it the practical. Okay, so let's do the practical. Uh, The practical. uh, Randy, give me your input. you know, because what normally takes up a whole session, we kind of, but I, I want to serve all of our listeners well. We could do a process on breathing, uh, and I would guide it. We could do a process on releasing uh, a codependency, kind of releasing attachments to a person. That's it, right uh, there. That's my audience. Right there. <laughs> right there. Yes, let's let's okay. do that. Let's do that. Everybody's everybody needs that. Okay. Yes. Yes. And, and of course, uh, I, I must say that the two are very connected, right? So be sure to listen in next week, right? Because the two are very connected. If we do not have self-love, we're going to be attracting, um, you know, people who kind of rope themselves into us or energy vampires, you know, so as long as our listeners realize that, right? Okay. Yes, okay. absolutely. Good, 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 good. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, and, and if you have a quick question, uh, just go to the website, and if it's a quick question that I can answer, uh, just go to my website and uh, and take a look. Just, you know. Okay. Let's please uncross our legs. If you're sitting or lying, 
um, don't kind of be all knotted up. You know, I like to bring a little bit of uh, humor in my work. Just make sure that your legs are uncrossed, your arms are uncrossed, and your heart is open. Or breathing into your heart. Taking a couple of breaths, literally, uh, and keeping your sexual areas open. And, and hopefully we're all kind of learning together that our bodies is almost like a flute. And the bottom of the flute, which is your sacred, your sexual areas, need to be open. And so is the crown. Otherwise, no air or energy is going to come through the flute. So the chakra system is like a flute. Okay, so leaving your lower areas open for the energy to flow into the ground and leaving your crown chakra open for the energy to flow into the heavens or from the heavens. And taking some lovely deep breaths you can make a little Buddha belly as you breathe in. I'm doing this right now with you. And as you breathe out, contracting the belly towards the spine. Good. Now, with your eyes closed, and uh, putting your attention on the belly area, find in your imagination if there is some kind of a scar, um, an energy scar, if you will, or a place that feels as if um, um, something or somebody has hooked into. Right? And there's no malevolence, there's no bad intentions there because... Um, energy vampires frequently happen in, uh, or mostly happens actually, in uh, uh, relationships that are close, parents, partners, etc. Um, so one person gives too much energy, the other person takes too much. Both cases are about not having enough yourself, right? Not having enough yourself and giving away so you can get or not having enough and sucking on somebody else. It is the same thing. So let your awareness flow into your lower areas. And um, just find in your imagination if there is a place that is vulnerable to energy vampires, to somebody you may have attached. As I said, there's usually, mostly no malevolence. But there can be, but let's assume that there is not. Um, that there is kind of a, an energy attachment in your lower area. And rest your attention on that little spot or that little scar, if you will. Keep on breathing. And bring into your awareness uh, the, the scenario, if you will, where you feel that your energy is being drained. Uh, there could be somebody in your life whom you're just trying to persuade of something or the other um, or just they don't get it and you really want them to get it and you explain it again or you feel that energy is being drained, uh, usually not malevolently, 
but you can still feel it if you're trying to explain or if you're afraid of losing something and you're doing too much not to lose that. I'll give you a moment to find that spot because we all have it. Now, for me, that applies mostly, of course, with clients when I want to help them too much, right? I have to have good boundaries. Can't do it for you. And when you literally find that spot and you've identified the situation, I'd like you to bring into your awareness, please, your particular scenario that is being played out where you feel drained. And we're doing that right now, and you may have remembered from last time that we go into silence, right? And all you have to do is to focus on what bothers you. That's the only time we focus on what you feel is bothering you and draining your energy. And keep playing that little scenario um, for a few moments and feel your belly area. Here we go. I'll tell you gently that you may stop in a moment or two. And bring your attention back, lovely audience. And you can take your attention away from it now. So what is important during the course of this month, or actually during the course of your life, <laughs> um, is to be aware when, with if and when, that wound gets reactivated, right, because... You know, although we're doing magic here, miracles, um, <laughs> right? You be aware when it happens and you can make a different choice, right? Wow, you can do awesome. something as simple as, as simple as putting your hand on your belly. That's actually what I do a lot. I'm doing that right now because there's a lot of people right now depending on me. And, <laughs> and I want to keep my power where it needs to be, which is in me, right? Right. Um, so I, I do exactly the same as you lovely people are doing, right? Um, only have a little bit more experience. 
So if you want to just put your hand on your belly and um, we're going to um, rebalance your entire energy field through the chakras. If you can have your legs slightly apart. All right, we only have like three minutes. Can we do this in three minutes? Uh, we're doing the very best, Judy. Put your attention on the first three chakras, red, orange, yellow, and take a breath. Put your energy on the heart center in the middle of the chest. The energy is green. And you hear my deep breath, right? Yes. Put your energy on the throat, blue, on the forehead, indigo, on the crown, violet. Open the crown, put your attention about a foot above the head. This is your angel portal. So the energy from the angels, the ascended masters and the guides can just come flowing through you all the way down the center and out through your root chakra into the earth. Go back to the heart in the middle of the chest and peace. Mm. Beautiful. Love. 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 Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, dear people. Okay. So our next, Lydia, session is April 23rd, 11 a.m. Eastern. Make everybody mark your calendars. And we're going to be doing the solar plexus. What is that? The yellow chakra. Self-love. Self-love. Oh, yes. Okay, everybody. You come on back. <laughs> Lydia, it's been so wonderful. Thank you very much. I feel great. <laughs> and um, your website, again, is? No, www.lydia, L-Y-D-I-A, Vandenbroek, V-A-N-D-E-N-B-R-O-E-C-K. It should be on the Randy thing, on what Randy puts it out. It is. And yep. Check out my videos. Um, and check out actually this podcast and the last podcast that should be on there. Okay. Beautiful. All right, Lydia, thank you for everything that you've done for us today. We are so appreciative. And it's, it's been a wonderful hour. I really, really feel good. So um, have a wonderful, wonderful day um, and a safe month. And we'll see you back in April. Okay, honey. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, Lydia. Bye-bye. Bye. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.